Welcome to Tending the Fires of Wonder and Awe, our October fireside chat. And I was just realizing tonight that it's, I think it's been a year. It might be November when we started. I think it was November when we had our first one. So next month, it will be our one year anniversary. Um, we don't really do anniversaries. We don't even know the anniversary when we met, but um, I don't know. This fireside chat anniversary is kind of special to us. So, um, <laughs> uh, so tending the fires of wonder and awe, powerful medicine for bodies and earth. Um, and why we created this is just that we are living in such uncertain times. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty around and some of us perhaps want to avoid it and want something sure and steady in our lives. And yet going into these energies of wonder and awe, especially the, the energy of awe is that feeling that sense when you get lost, you just lost in something. And, um, you know, like when you see a beautiful sunset or you just, you get touched by something, or it could be a beautiful sexual experience and you just, you lose yourself in it. And that's the energy and the power of awe and what that does. And it, it, there, the neuroscience has studied that. And I, I'll refer to an article about that. And I sent that in the email, but it just, it um, opens us up for the need and desire to step into uncertainty, which I find really interesting um, because it's a lot of things people want to avoid it. They don't want that lost feeling. Being lost is terrifying and it's that void and that unknown um, so there is that sort of terrifying part of awe and then the wonder part of awe that we're going to kind of talk about more and more tonight as the evening unfolds. Okay. And I mean, one of the motivations for us to do this is really seeing how the awareness of what's happening with the planet is really revving up for people. And there's like a, like a, a, a vibration of either total anxiety, despair, and anger, or hopelessness in the air. And we just really feel that the people that come here are strong enough to actually hold a different frequency and be a pillar of that wonder and awe, which is very, very strong because when you go in any kind of a contraction, you can do nothing else but repeat the past. Like if you go into the fear of the uncertainty that we're in and in the political situations and the climate change and all of that, if you go into fear, that's really not a resonance that changes anything. It keeps more of the same. Mm -hmm. Same. I mean, anger can be both. Anger can be that really, this has to change. And it can be something that is very contractive too. So is despair and like, yeah, and giving that, that and you get that energy, right? So, and, and it's an important phase to go through to welcome the new. What I, or what we see is you guys really are able to hold the torches, the fire for a different possibility to, to unfold. And for both of us, what we've done for years is that really tending the fire of wonder and awe. And for me, actually, how I began with this was when I was... Um, when wee little baby. Yeah, wee <laughs> little baby. <laughs> yes, that too. 
no, when I was 22, I moved to a spiritual con uh, community in Scotland, the Findhorn Foundation. And up to that time, I was very, very politically engaged. And moving to the north of Scotland, where at the time, internet didn't exist, and radio, ma, I didn't really listen to it. So I was suddenly totally disconnected from everything that was happening. And it was quite a challenge because I thought, what am I doing up here? It's a beautiful community, a very strong community, and I don't have any input. And I talked to one of my teachers about that there. And she said, well, like really look of how much you facing this whole dynamic from a totally different point of view changes actually the whole world. And that really shifted it for me to move from that, <gasps> I have to do something to, ha, huh, I can be, be you and change the world. And that community, like I'm just, I wasn't there, but I just have heard the story so much as the community was really inspiring of awe and wonder. Like it's a community that grows these amazing vegetables and it's got people from all over the world that keep coming every week for classes. So it's like that in itself is like this wonder and awe, like who's going to show up next and living in that, that space. Mm -hmm. so. It's a pretty cool community. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of for me, my first meeting with that oh there is a different possibility that is very important to to this whole process to to come out at the through this process of change in a place of yeah wonder and awe and for me that is magic alive wonder and awe and yeah for me i grew up in a really creative family they were musicians artists dancers so i grew up in that um in the beauty and the wonder of uh, all of these creations my dad was an artist he was a painter a weaver uh, he just did everything they were writers of stories and we got the family together and there was lots of music and dancing and singing and um, being in those kind of energies inspired the awe. Um, plus, being um, being in church, I grew up in church, and there was that there was some awe in those early days where I was just I was this little kid sitting in this huge, huge church, and there was I could connect to that energy. So, what we want you to do tonight, and what we invite you to, is to connect. Also, you know, where is that in your life? Where you know, is wonder a part of your daily life? Is it an awe? Is that part of your life? Or is it so far removed that you have to take a vacation in order to, to go there, be there? Mm -hmm. So what, you know, the, the whole fireside chats and what we're all about at Synergy in Motion is where the mystical meets the practical. Let's get practical with this. And I'll just tell you a little bit. Um, there's this article that I keep referring to, um, it was um, the Lab of Misfits studied Cirque du Soleil audience members, 280 of them put the caps on their head and did their um, studied their brains while they were in this state of rapture or awe watching um, Cirque, du Soleil, Cirque, du Le, Cirque du Soleil O show. It was called the O, and I, I've never seen it, but so all of the things, so science is studying it, and then they, they came up with, wow, the people who go into the space of awe and are willing to get lost in space and lost in this amazing feeling 
are able um, to take more risks. They're able to be more calm in uncertainty. And I just, it just really struck me that, wow, we could really use this uh, uh, on the planet right now. Like if we could all be, um, have the barriers broken down to be okay with uncertainty and actually to seek it. Going into those states of awe and wonder on a regular basis actually makes you more able to want to go there. It increases your desire to go into the unknown. And for you know many of the people that we work with, there's there's a lot of adventurers out there, um, but there's also people that are adventurers, adventurers, but they want to do it on their terms or want to control it a little bit. <laughs> and I totally get that, um, a controlled adventure. Um, but yeah, just really inviting you into this space of wonder, which is like this childlike way of being where everything you engage with is new. It's new to you. And, you know, we get into these ruts and we get into, we live in the same environment. So, you know, the question is like, how, you know, where's the newness? Where can I find the new and, and wonder about something as if for the first time? And what does that do to you physiologically and chemically in your body? Like it really, what it does, it increases your vibration and able to go into these new spaces, new frontiers. And, you know, that's what we're creating with synergy and motion. And this is what we're all about is, yeah, this reality isn't working. The way that we've been living isn't working. And to, to get new is to really go out on a limb, go be awestruck. You know, when was the last time you 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 felt frozen and in awe of someone or something? Beauty, awe. So there's that feeling of being like struck, frozen and fully alive. <laughs> like ooh, yeah. both. So it's that moment. It's breathtaking. It's like <gasps> that, right? And you know, yeah, that could be a, a beyond. But it really it takes you out of like this moment and and beyond, which we are. We are multidimensional. We are. We're here, and we're also in the beyond. And and what it is for everyone who is brave enough to meet this energy that can take all the known apart, you become like a homeopathic vibration for the planet. Mm -hmm. And those who are inventing things and creating things that can actually change something to change out of the norm into a different possibility that they haven't considered before. Because what I see, everything that we have so far doesn't really change enough for the situation to turn around. So we really need some different dynamics and elements for us to maintain this planet in its beauty and in its diversity. And with that, our dogs agree. <laughs> They're coming up. I'm just going to get them back. Okay. And acknowledge yourself. You don't have to do it, but being that energy of wonder and awe is such a medicine for the world mm -hmm. so that something new can create. And the same thing is also for your body. Like when you are in wonder and awe and you receive that energy of wonder and awe, how much does your body actually turn on? <clears throat> can I ask a question? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been sitting with wonder and 
I wouldn't necessarily say that it is absent, but for me, what is way bigger is an incredible sense of curiosity. And is that curiosity, is that from your mind or is it from your body and your being? Like, is it, is it mental? I would, actually, I would say both. Mm -hmm. uh, experiencing something new, which is more on a physical level, body, but it's also uh, not mind in the sense of research, but for me, when I'm out, it's what's around the corner. Mm -hmm. That's that's a, a really big question. Is oh, let me let me go around the corner and see what's there. And to some extent, that's mind, but not solely. And that's not I, bad. The mind, right? That's like. And, Oh, I, I, um, oh, I forgot. Okay, so perceives that energy, what's around the corner. Yeah. So that can be a scientific approach. And you can sprinkle that magical approach to not already perceive what you think or really letting go of your expectations and really opening up to. Yeah, that's, that's way more what it is. Cool. Yeah. And I, yeah. I would call that wonder like that living in that space of wonder, like really like, and wonder with, yeah, not no conclusion of what it will likely be or not. It's just, huh, I wonder. It's sort of the childlike curiosity. That's yes. You know, and what does that do in your body? Like, what does that do in your body? Does it show, it's, can you perceive an area of your body where that, that wonderment is? And can I don't can you think of a, a example? It's actually uh, more the chest area. Chest, yeah. Heart. Heart would be part of that, uh, but it's not. I don't want to limit it to the heart. It's just this. There is also this expansion that the ability to take in a deeper breath or or something like that. Mm -hmm. So. Perceive that energy and perceive you being that homeopath homeopathic remedy for the planet. Mm -hmm. And allow it to have that energy for you as well. Mm -hmm. Can you all perceive that who, what that can create? We can really create a quantum leap in that energy. And, and Marlene, you were talking to us earlier before we started the recording about your taking care of your grandchild and, you know, a, age of two, they are in wonder and what a, what a blessing and what a gift it is to be with young children who are like so innocently, purely full on in that it, it's infectious, it's contagious. Yeah. Yeah. So what cute saying she has if we'll be out in the woods or in the house she'll go what's that sound <laughs> she's got really good hearing and if she hears anything whether it's a truck going by or bird in the bush she'll go what's that sound <laughs> cute senses alive mm -hmm. yeah yeah and, and that's that's really the wonder element of oh what's that sound <laughs> yeah right Beautiful. and then the in combination with the awe 
mm-hmm. that is that brings the element of the unknown and the also mm-hmm. like really being part of a bigger picture mm-hmm. like perceiving the bigger picture and also that i mean we, we we kind of paired wonder and awe like wonder if wonder is that sort of and it's beyond definition but like wonder is that childlike innocence and purity and awe is like being like having your breath taken away like just that that whatever that is so it's a it's a beautiful synergy to have that wonder and awe and like go going into that unexpected going into the unknown I wonder what I'll find today, like if we went, if we went to our jobs that way, yeah. <laughs> you know, instead of this, you know, I'm sure this is what's going to happen. And, um, you know, more and more, and, and the both of us have always lived more that way. Like really what else is possible living in the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, and it's, it's about getting away from having to find the answers and the solutions. And the ironic thing is when you go into that space of wonder and awe, the solutions start appearing because you're in that higher vibration of this wonder and awe. And that's where the new different things can occur and show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the the solutions come more in form of possibilities. It's like, okay, there's a buffet. Would you like this? Would you like that? Right. Mm -hmm. But what, what do you choose? And that that's when life changes very, very dynamically. And we hear from a lot of people in the last three months, really, of how they um, have these great ideas and they have businesses and nothing really is moving. My son, for some it is, and for a lot of people, it's kind of this limbo phase. The liminal is very, very present in many areas of their life. And there comes a point when you stop wonder and awe because it's like, oh, we're going to run out of money. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, or what am I going to do? Am I going to live on the street or blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. As soon as you go into fear, (laughs) it kills the wonder and awe. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. again, where we are on the planet, as I, we see it, is that we're moving out of uh, a time where we have organized everything yeah and i suspect that is also due to our need to control because one of our biggest challenges or yeah the original sin really primal primal fear very very core is our fear of our own inadequacy right (gasps) i'm not enough as i am so i have to dress myself up and do all those things i can't be just purely myself which which is is the fear of the void like mm-hmm. the, the that primal fear is the fear of the void i i'm i'm nothing i'm there is nothing there's what am i going to do there's nothing to do nothing to be nothing and that's a huge huge terrifying that's like the the other side of awe which it, where it's awful right it's the it, it's like sheer terror for a lot of people and yet for others it's it's the sheer okay why else am i here other than to go into that space of not knowing because that's where that's where the magic is mm-hmm. but you know 
most of us, we do want to control it on some level. Like, well, we're happy to go to a great show and be wowed by, you know, Rocket Man, Elton John. I love that. I was just like, I lost myself in that movie. And I was awed and wowed by that. But, you know, have me do something really scary, like walk a tightrope over um, the Niagara Falls. That, no, I'm not going to do that. Just, <laughs> It's not going to happen. <laughs> so, and you get a sense for that, what we're talking about. Yeah. And it's really part of living in the liminal, like what we started in a year ago. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know that word liminal is, <clears throat> it's neither here nor there in betwixt and in between so the the change that you know is coming it's it's not quite here yet but it is you have glimpses but it's not quite here so you're really straddling um the fence and and life is more about the and like both and rather than either or we're coming out of duality where everything is black and white this is the structure and this is the way you do it and this is the way you don't do it to well i could do it I could be this and I could be that. I can be male and I can be female all at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's how dynamic of a change that we're going through. We're moving into the divine fluidity, so to say. The divine feminine, the divine masculine. Now it's the divine fluidity. Right? That's what we're calling it. So, but my, again, looking at that core fear of being inadequate, when you live in wonder and awe, you become part of a bigger picture and you, you kind of, it becomes irrelevant whether you're enough or not. You just be, you become you, right? And also the not you, like when you're in that place of awe and that unknown, that everything is an unknown. Mm -hmm. And it moves us. I love that term, moving from an organization to an organism. So when you look at your life, how much do you organize your life? Like boom, 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 boom. Okay. You have your day planner, you have your whatever thing you have. <laughs> and, and one of our invitation uh, is for you to move from that organization into that organism way of being by living with wonder and awe, by you have your structure, right? To some extent, but to flow with it instead of this is how it is every day. Say, so, hmm, I wonder. And then allow yourself to be surprised and surprise yourself on a regular basis, on a daily basis. Like, yeah. Do I need to have my morning coffee the way I always take it? I wonder what else I could do or drink or be or what else is there? Mm -hmm. So that is a very powerful tool to shift you out of that structure into a organism. Does that, 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 does that image make sense to you guys? And this, and this from structure to system or organization to organism is more, um, it's, it's the moving parts. Mm -hmm. it's, the, it's all the moving parts and, you know, we use the word synergy, right? There's where you have all these moving parts and there's somehow there's a flow and all of that. And, and wonder and awe would be those energies that um, 
keep that alive in your life, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as you let go of wonder and awe, you get into this rigid way of being and this is how it has to be. And um, again, in order to feel safe, in order to not go to that void, in order not to go to the chaos place that's so frightening, right? There's, to some people, not everybody, but or it's a certain type of chaos that you're terrified of and other chaos. That's for me, like some chaos, like tight roping the Niagara Falls. Nope, not doing that. But other kind of chaos, I'm, I'm all in. So, you know, who, who can we be to be in total wonder and awe and be invite the unexpected. Mm -hmm. And actually I know that a lot of people at the moment are also in quite some pain physically so, and I know that some of you are working with that wonder and awe energy to really, okay, I wonder how this can shift. And really using that potential even more dynamically to shift those stuck energies into a total different possibilities. Sometimes it takes a minute or two, a moment or two, but it's still that, that is what I see is required of us to be also in a totally new way of embodiment. Do you get that? Nodding hands, right? And yeah, again, we are the wave makers of a different possibility. It doesn't mean that um, everybody will do that, but by being in that space of wonder and awe, you really, I can't say that often enough, you are the homeopathic frequency that shifts and change and opens more possibilities for more people to do whatever they're good at. Right? And then also for yourself to receive that for yourself. Mm -hmm. I see you two as perfect examples of that because most of us live our lives by a program that we run. We get up on the same side of our bed, we get out of bed, we go to the bathroom, do the things we need to do, have our coffee or tea, and so on and so forth. Well, you girls take it to the road, <laughs> and you never know where you're going to be or what you're going to be doing, and therefore you're shaking it up. You're not allowing those ruts to be formed in your lives, and I think this is one of the big things that we get into a habit of doing, especially as we age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and when we can, you know, change the program, you're actually changing your genetic, your, your genetic material to um, create more healthy proteins for the body to be able to, um, you know, look younger, feel younger, um, go through the pain, like in a different way, like to heal yourself. So it's, it's so connected and, you know, we're, we're studying some neuroscience and reading articles and, and getting this information. It's, it's really, really fascinating. Um, the other piece that we wanted to bring up and kind of highlight tonight is the whole piece of tending your fire. And I wonder if all of you can connect to that little spark of flame within of your inner fire that burns the your desire for a new reality mm -hmm. a different way of being it might be a it might be a spark it might be a huge flame it might be a big bonfire i i don't know what it is for you but 
there's a part about, um, and we call it in the old days, we call it like spiritual hygiene is tending that fire because that fire, like what Sabina was saying, how she used to be this political activist that could rage out of control, like crazy. Like you can get so angry and so upset and go to, um, go to extremes to deal with that anger and upset or you can like, what would it be to tend the fire? So it doesn't, you know, that bonfire doesn't, you know, burn down the whole neighborhood, right? So there's this, this whole piece of tending the fire, tending the fires of wonder and awe, um, waking up to it, tending it, nurturing it. Like, how do you get into that space of wonder and awe? It might not be, your morning routine and going to work every day. So if, if you don't get that, if you don't create that at work, how do you tend that fire of the wonder and awe in your life? Mm-hmm. So that's a good home play. Just become aware that how do you tend that? And that's actually what, while you were talking, I was also thinking it is very challenging to talk about this because this is so unique to you. Yes. That there is no system, no structure, that's no recipe book for this. It's a, it's your adventure to discover this, right? And I find it quite interesting how there are more and more modalities popping up that offer quite a, a rigid structure, but a lot of them are starting to invite you into the unknown, Right, Joe Dispenza is one. Um, Ramdas is one. Like that, it's like it's we, we're ready to leap and fly. So our question to you is: Are you are you ready to fly into that energy of wonder and awe and really tend your own fire? Are you important enough to you to tend that fire that burns within you that allows you to? live a magical life or as if by magic right i equate it with wanting to um figure out what i want to do when i grow up it's that childlike wonder of what next and the fact that i have reinvented myself so many times throughout my life is just um an indication when there's that restlessness that is pushing and pulling me at the same time it's pushing me out of my comfort zone and it's pulling me into something unknown because I want to know what I'm going to be when I grow up and my biggest wish is that I never grow up and what if what if you never know that's what I mean I hope I never grow up (laughs) you never grow up and you never know what you're going to be next No, because it's just an open-ended question that keeps changing and evolving, just as my days do, just as my life does. I didn't know I could be um, a stonemason, a carpenter, a gardener, a poet, a writer. Mm -hmm. But um, there came a point where it was uncomfortable not to be. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I became and then I overcame. Yeah. Beautifully said. Mm-hmm. That's very poetic. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. And and truly what you can create will also contribute to you tending your own fire. 
So I, I love the story how we got to our Airstream trailer. It's a silver bullet. <laughs> Three years ago, four years ago. I, I think know. it's four years ago. Wow. We basically, mm-hmm. we always dreamt of having some form of being able to travel on the road and actually have our home with us. So we had looked at 10 tailor, trailers and... And we and nature was really calling us. We just really wanted to get out into the land and really explore. And then we just mm-hmm. let that whole thing go because our car couldn't pull it or it was just not really, it just didn't feel right. So we said, hey, let's just go to the beach one day. And we packed everything up, beach dressed and drove out and I just looked at the sky and it was very dark in the direction that we were driving. So I checked the weather channel and there was a big storm heading that way. So we turned 180 degrees and drove the other direction. And we just, we just said literally like, let's go to the light. Let's, there's a big storm over there. Obviously we didn't make the right choice. We're going to go, we want to go to the beach. So there, I'm sure there's going to be a beach if we go down the other way. And on our way, in the other direction where we didn't know where we were going was the Canem dealership that sells Airstreams. So we just said, let's just go in, let's just look around. Um, five hours later, we were owner of an Airstream. <laughs> and it was, it was like that the desire to be out in nature, the desire to go somewhere. Like we also were considering a cabin or something like that, but all the cabins that were dog friendly were very disgustingly dirty and we didn't want that. So like nothing was working, but it was when we just gave up, like, I mean, you could see it as giving up, but we, it's also letting it go. We surrendered to what let's, and I said, let's be the energy that we want to be. Let's, let's go to nature. We have our car. We can take the dogs with us and just go to the beach. Let's be the energy of it. So that commitment to the energy being the energy of it actually led us toward, you know, the universe showing us something that we would have never considered. And, you know, we're, again, that was awful, awe-inspiring. It was like, like, oh my goodness, we're, we're doing this, right? It's that, and the wonder, like, are we serious? And just the excitement of that and Mm-hmm. how it's unfolded over the last four years all of our different adventures and meeting wonderful people um, all over the states and Canada and and so what I want to say with that story is really seeing how almost immediate all of life contributes to you tending your fire when you tend your fire everything else starts putting logs onto that fire as well. And it's not just the fire of wonder and awe, it's really your inner fire of being alive. And and we were tending the fire by saying, okay, what is it that we truly desire here? Um, We don't have a cabin in the woods right now, but what we want is nature and to be out with our animals. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that was tending our fire. And it's a a story of of a big happening in our life. It doesn't have to be that big. Mm-hmm. Just notice how those little things in your life when suddenly when you drive down the street and all the lights turn green or you go to a bakery and your favorite thing is there or there is something that you didn't know and you actually choose it and it's most delightful, right? It's in the little things and it's in the big things. So don't just think, oh, I don't have an Airstream in my driveway this stuff doesn't happen to me. Like that's not 
the point of the story. It's a pretty beautiful story, but it's also, yeah, looking at small things where there is the wonder and awe and the, yeah, that, that childlike adventure in your daily life. And it's, it's um, the, another, the other thing about tending the fire of wonder and awe is, is going, you know, just get the energy of tending, tending and caring for and lovingly um, caring for a fire. What you do, you, you, you know, sweep the area, you, you take a stick and, and move the, the logs around for the maximum benefit. Or, you know, if you want to, if you want to make the fire grow, there's certain things you have to tend. If you want to make the fire die down, there's other things that you have to do to tend to it. And tending to wonder and awe is, is that spiritual hygiene. It is, um, you know, you want some magic in your life. You want some freaking miracle. Well, tend to the fire of wonder and awe. Make sure you have, go and create that experience that the ritual of, of meditation or dance or something that gets you into that space of wonder and awe. It doesn't, it's not just going to happen to you. It's, it's attending. There's a, there's an intention. There's an attention that you put toward the energy of tending the fire. And again, it's that, you know, when it gets big and it burns down the neighborhood, no, it's sometimes that's necessary. Well, sometimes it's necessary and knowing that, mm-hmm. but yeah. And what I also want to say is it's tending as in doing what you desire and what makes your heart laugh. And it is also really being brave enough to be aware of what doesn't work, right? So when you fall into anything that contracts you, what we talked about in the beginning, like when those news come and the news work right with that energy of right contraction, it goes right to our reptilian brain of survival, needing to survive, right? But terror. We don't have a choice if we are not aware, but to react and respond to it and to like interact with it. So that's how that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And we then totally not see what else is happening. Like there are lots of amazing projects happening, not quite big enough yet to really change the situation around, but we're getting there. Right. So allowing yourself to be aware when there's an energy that contracts you to say, I see you. And do what do I choose to do with this? Can I change it? How can I change it? What is required right now to not go into the contraction, but to tend that fire of aliveness and that, okay, I wonder what else is possible. Yeah, that's it's it's that that it's like a discipline or a, a intention, a commitment. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tend this fire. I'm going to tend this spark within. I'm going to make sure I, I have my dose of wonder and awe or every day as much as possible, like mm-hmm. going for that. Because I mean, this reality that we're in does everything to get you out of it. Like in just going, you know, walking down the street could do it. Um, seeing family members or having a conversation with someone on the phone can take you, take you right down, like in an instant. Mm-hmm. And so it's, um, it's about the awareness and the the presence and like, you know, kind of being on it. And I, I just love that image of the tending the fire. Just, okay. That's, you don't have to, it's not hyper vigilant, but it's, 
Okay, I'm gonna sweep a little here, poke a little here. I'm gonna jiggle this. And <laughs> what I do when I'm, is this a secret? Not even you know that. She's an amazing, she's amazing with fire. You, yeah. No, but when, when my fire is rather dim and I don't, like, I run actual fire. No. Oh, your inner fire. fire. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but she's a good fire maker tender. Yeah. Um, like when I'm really low and all the tools somehow don't work. What usually always works, and if I have the guts to do it, I go to a mirror and I look into my eyes. And I'm just really looking for that sparkle because it's always somewhere in there, even though if I try to try really hard to convince myself how hard life is and I'm really like, there's always that little sparkle in there somewhere. And even if it's the sparkle of, hey, my heart is beating. I have eyes that can see. There is, I have senses with which I can sense. That already can start the, the sparkle. When I go into the awe of that, my fire starts burning again. So That's when you... Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. It's <laughs> the first time I ever heard that. I usually close the door. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you're not flossing? <laughs> hmm. Now it comes out. So I invite you to play with that. Even like even if you're not in the in the blah, try it out. Look in your eyes and see what's there. Who is there? Right? What energies are there? Like, can you light your fire even more? Can you tend your fire more with that sparkle in your eyes? And all of you have it. You wouldn't be alive if you didn't have it. <laughs> Right. Cool. So I had an interesting experience on the weekend with a woman um, I had just met. And uh, they were harvest hosts, at, as you were. And they stayed here for three days. So on the second day, she was um, very agitated and very upset. And she was so agitated that she couldn't listen. So I said to her, excuse me, but I have to scream now. <laughs> and, I, and I went to the door of our ramp and I opened that door and stepped outside and I let her rip. <laughs> I just screamed my lungs out. Silent for those of you who don't know, they live in a beautiful piece of land with forest all around them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes a difference. Um, so <laughs> I, found it, I found it really interesting because she was so in control of herself and so fearful of the situation. She said to me, may I do that? Aww. And I looked at her and I said, why would you not? <laughs> so the interesting thing is that she went and screamed. And later, uh, her husband and, and Tom were, my husband, were outside. And later I asked Tom which one was me. And he got us mixed up. <laughs> so you, it's, it's just a way of changing up the energy. And if you're in a place where the trees can take your energy um, as they can here in 100 Acre Woods. It's just amazing what a good primal scream will do. 
Yeah, and sometimes it's the pillow that welcomes your screen. Yeah. Are you city folk? If you if you don't <laughs> have hundred acre woods around you, pillow does the trick too. That's true. Or you just scare the neighbors, and that's fine too. <laughs> Thank you. It is a little rough on the husbands. Yeah, I can I can see that it would be rough on the husbands. Come to for the rest. Of I looked at him and said, it's okay, <laughs> just part of the protocol. <laughs> and but perceive like that, that need to control and or help and fix it. What if we didn't have to fix it anymore? What if we could just let it rip, let our genius rip and create something completely different and new? That's exactly what we're inviting you guys to. Like in your life where it's controlled, where it's organized, structured, and all that, let it rip. Like that scream through a hundred acre woods, like that sparkle that lights the fire that might burn down the neighborhood. That's that's another way of tending the fire. Mm -hmm. says something to the effect of get over being a human doing, get on with being a human being. In that direction, exactly. But don't forget the doing because being doesn't exclude the doing. Oh, of course it does. Yeah. Because <laughs> some people forget that. <laughs> cool. Any yeah, any yeah. comments or questions can open it up to you guys now. Um well, how how is this um speaking to your situation in your life where you're at right now? Is it kicking your butt? Is it what you're doing already and if you're on the phone you can hit star six to unmute yourself we have a couple of phone callers here yeah it just makes me look even more forward to my trip to upcoming trip to yellowstone oh. i needed my fix <laughs> oh that should be an awe-inspiring place mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So hmm? uh, I just wanted to say something. Uh, on the weekend, I had a chance to go out into the forest with uh, three young kids, their mom, and uh, have a hike. And I was overwhelmed with the mushrooms that are in the forest. Like it is just absolutely, totally bonkers nuts crazy out there now if you get a chance to go for a walk it's been raining just to knock at the mushrooms but there was one mushroom that was at least nine inches across the top it was like uh, there you go that's the face of awe <laughs> yeah, and there was there was a whole bunch of little ones that might have been maybe half a centimeter across in this beautiful little rainbow Oh, nice. Oh. I'm in wonder and awe of how hot this fire is. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, yeah, pl play with it and really go beyond the ordinary. Like, go beyond your organization in your life and allow the organism the orgasmic energy of your life to unfold and 
surprise you, surprise yourself every day, at least one surprise a day. So are you saying just by being in the state of awe, you will attract surprises? You could say it that way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do I surprise myself? <laughs> yeah. By, by discovering new things about yourself. Just ask yourself, I wonder what I could find out about myself today that I haven't noticed. Hmm. Right? And this is, this is where the cognitive mind has been so entrained to run the show. Yeah. Are you just starting to ask those questions? Mm-hmm. Other parts in you become alive and will contribute to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it, it's kind of like, show me, show me what's cool about me. Show me something that I, I never knew before. Mm-hmm. And just by asking that or saying that, you'll start to notice different things showing up in your world. And what's also required is your willingness to put yourself into situations that you don't know. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So, and that's so part. For example, we went two weekends, three weekends ago, we went to a four-day dance event where we danced six hours a day. And I thought I would be a noodle at the end of the day, right? At the first day. But I was, I surprised myself how well my body was able to dance for six hours and not just dance like this. This is like primal dance and let it rip dancing. So, but I was willing to put myself into that situation where I didn't know. I thought, yeah, okay, if I turn into a noodle, I will dance noodle, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and this, this is where we're talking about, this is the, the fear that most, like we, we have this, you know, edge that we'll go up to, like, I'll go this far. Like how I said, I'm not going to go on the Niagara Falls and do the tightrope. Like we all have those yeah. edges, right? So what, what can we do? Um, to go a little bit just before that edge or to break through sometimes Mm -hmm. and um, going into that void going into that space of being awestruck is on the other side Mm -hmm. so how you can do it also go into a situation like go to a store that you've never been into right Mm -hmm. and just it might be hard in a small town but (laughs) you have to drive a bit (laughs) But you just put yourself into a situation that you don't know and discover new things about yourself. Hmm. Stop yeah. stepping out of your comfort zone then. Yeah. <laughs> and and but perceive the energy that's coming up. That's exactly that that fear of the unknown. And that's the choice point where you can say, not today. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I'm actually ready to to take it a little further. It's not about breaking down barriers that that you don't feel comfortable with. But every time you expand that a little bit, you bring more of a new reality to this planet that we will surprise ourselves as humankind. Because I believe that we're capable of things that we can't even dream about right now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah? But it won't come to fruition if we are not willing to step out of that comfort zone even a little bit (laughs) and this this is why we say it's it's a personal journey it's your choice and that's it's if you want to if any of us want to stay in that and sometimes yeah you just want to be cozy you want everything to be safe 
I get it. There's nothing wrong with that either. Mm-hmm. So how does that sit with you, Marlene? Um, what you described was sitting there where it's cozy and that to me, it's like, yeah, that sounds boring. I want something um, more, something more. Yeah. 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 And what would that be for you? Right. So just really asking yourself that question, what, what is, mm-hmm. what will take me out of my comfort zone? Mm-hmm. What will take me out of the cushy comfort place? And I'm uh, willing to do that. Yeah. Step by step. And it's, it's like, I mean, think about going to Yellowstone, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there's, there's, or in nature, right? Take a moment where you see the, maybe not by cliffs, but just close your eyes and just walk with your full awareness with your eyes closed. Yeah. Please don't walk off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I had an experience uh, about three weeks ago now. The monarch butterflies, they gather in Butterfly Park here. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was there, but I'd never gone into it. And I went into it and the butterflies were just hanging. Um, there were so many and they were flying. And I, like you said, I was in awe. It's like, oh my God, they're so tiny, so courageous. And they're heading to Mexico and like, hundreds of them it was awe-inspiring and what a beautiful image exactly that's that's yeah can you imagine we are all those butterflies in of like by ourselves we are tender we are just really have these delicate wings this delicate energy systems yet we can fly to mexico (laughs) we can never surprise ourselves we will stay in the cocoon Mm-hmm. Right, we will never stretch those wings into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and every experience like that that we all have with that awe and wonder, even like in the little things, the big things, it mm-hmm. again, it 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 works like yeast in a dough, and it makes us more um, amenable to more of mm-hmm. that wonder and awe, and actually seeking seeking uncertainty, seeking the unknown, seeking that. Um, We'll, we'll have a more comfort with that or more ease with it. Mm-hmm. So very yeah. cool. Yeah, the magic that unfolds when you allow yourself to be in wonder and awe, to yeah. be, 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 right? And then, whoop, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely nature. That's where I find my wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, good time. Yeah, and, and look for it, like, in your home as well, right? Make sure that there are spaces of wonder and awe. That's that tending the fire, right? Mm-hmm. So what, what of nature can you bring into the home? Or Yeah, and, and with that, again, tending your fire also includes to get rid of the stuff that you don't desire anymore that doesn't contribute to you. Right, and that's what's currently on the planet happening. That there are energies present that don't contribute to our to us as a humankind, and we're in the process of getting rid of them. Even though they rear their heads quite dynamically right now, yeah. but being strong in that energy will just eliminate them one way or another mm-hmm. by itself. It's mm-hmm. like the, the nature of revolution. I love that 
um, one picture of this girl um, at the Mexican wall that was being built, and she was this little girl saying, "Hey, I'm the generation that will take your wall down." Uh-huh. Right, and that's there is a whole new generation coming in. Yeah, that just is so different, and let's be the giants on which shoulders these guys can stand mm-hmm. by already making way for them as much as we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Anyone else? Comments or questions? All good. Do you have some inspiration to? open up into some more wonder and awe mm-hmm. go into the, you know, where in the, in your life is those spaces of uncertainty that scare you and where can you find the wonder in those, those tough areas where it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so uncertain. I'm not sure if I'm going to get, you know, um, where's the money coming from or I might lose my job or I might lose something. What's, what can you find the wonder in there? Where is that for you? And can that change it? I, I feel like it's a really powerful medicine to change anything. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Well put. Cool. Well, <laughs> we, I wonder if we will see each other probably around November 3. We've been kind of making them on the third of the month. So that's kind of, I think we, we might finish out the year with the November 3 and the December 3. But we might not. But we might not. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little, she's a little uncertain. So. Um, <laughs> just um, stay tuned. <laughs> great. Thank you for being on here. Always great to chat with a live audience. Yeah. And... As always, if you miss it, you can go to the library. You find all of the recorded fire subjects there. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.